welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a very special guest with us, Mike Patton from, wait, Blockbuster Night. That's the official yes. title now. Okay. Yay. Yes. We, we had a little changeover. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. But yes, welcome. Welcome, Welcome Mike. to the episode. Thank very... you. Thank you for having me. Of course. we Like we were saying just before we hit record, it'll be nice to have your perspective having been a teenage boy to give us some um, insight to what the hell happened in this episode. Whatever the fuck yeah, this mean, episode was. I mean, I'll do whatever it takes, but I, <laughs> I'm i going to try my best. That's all we can you. ask of That's you. That's it. I got, I've got nothing else to say about that. <laughs> I'll try my best. But today we are going to be talking about season seven, episode 15, Got My Mind Set on You. And to kick us off, Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? I would love to. Okay. When Danny, Derek, Peter, and Rachel team up to make a romantic how-to video for class, real-life feelings get in the way when Derek decides to ask Rachel out. That's a hell of a sentence. Uh, But it's Danny Rachel likes, and jealousy makes Derek do things he never thought he would. I like how this summary just assumes we know who Rachel is. Yeah, Rachel is a character character we've we've never never seen in our lives. Mm Mm-mm. Is this the introduction of Rachel? Oh yeah, yeah. We oh boy, never met her ever until this episode. What a, what a great start! <laughs> she really made an impression. <laughs> <laughs> also, just again, no mention of the B plot. That's fine. It was also a crazy B plot. Crazy B plot. In that Emma was off the rails. I mean, when is Emma not? Let's be real. <laughs> Hans, can you tell us a little bit about the episode title? Yes, the episode title is Got My Mind Set On You, which was a 1987 song by George Harrison, which is actually a cover of a 1962 song by James Ray. But I think it's pretty apt for the episode because like Derek's got his mind set on Rachel. Rachel's got her mind set on Danny. Peter's just there to be creepy with his camera, as Peter does. <laughs> also, Emma has her mind set on Damien, like, way too hard. Emma has zero chill. No, none of them have chill. <laughs> I don't think any of them really have minds, either. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah, got their uh, hormones set, maybe, is more accurate. Oh, man. <laughs> All um, of the teen hormones. Oh, boy. All right. Well, let's just dive in. So it starts off, we're in media immersion, and Mr. Simpson is still out because, backstory, Mike, you probably picked up on this, but he had been accused of sexually assaulting a student, even though he didn't actually do that. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> they go into great detail to make sure you know that, which is <laughs> I, I was personally thankful for. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So Mr. Perino is back to teach. And the last time we saw him, he had like a weird, inappropriate relationship with Derek. Yeah. So basically what happened between. So it was weird to me that they were like on okay terms. Like he was very threatening 
it was like it was like almost an assault situation he was like a very just like threatening presence and like Derek got him in trouble and he got him like suspended so it's like weird that he's allowed to continue to teach Derek but also like I don't know if it's just Mr. Perino and his vibes but it also felt like weirdly sexual (laughs) when he was like hey guys I'm back I was like oh god Mr. Perino I don't know he's here um, but he sets the assignment that everyone in class needs to make a how-to video, some service journalism for the world, um, that nobody asked for from these children. But Peter goes over to Danny and Derek and he's like, Darcy's reconnecting with her parents, so let's be partners. And they're like, oh, so we're only good enough to be partners when she's gone? And Peter's like, yeah, no doubt! And, like, goes in for a handshake. I actually I actually loved that line, that moment, because really that kind of, like, that kind of set up the whole relationship between them for me. It was like, cool, I like where this is going. I mean, it was just nice to see Peter so transparent about his relationship <laughs> with Danny and Derek. <laughs> This is this episode is the most I've liked Peter in a long time. Yeah, but still, I mean, I'm still, still Peter. wary of him handling a camera. <laughs> Peter should not be allowed to be near a camera <laughs> ever. Um, but it was nice. And then Danny and Derek, aka Double D, come up Ugh. with the project to be how to get girls because clearly they know how to do that. And uh, I just I can't get past Double D. It's just. <laughs> It's just so dumb. And then Peter's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, I bet you can't get Rachel over there to, I don't know. Which, are they being mean? Is, like, is Peter being mean about Rachel? Like, you can't even get Rachel? Or is he just, like, picking a random girl? I took it as kind of a slight towards Rachel, which was kind of unwarranted because she she seemed to be pretty cool, like, throughout the episode. She seemed to have complete agency of her entire life and what she was all about. Yeah, I like Rachel. Yeah, she she wasn't messing around. She She was very confident in herself. She has questionable taste in men overall. Oh, yes. Um, But other than that, I'm very (laughs) pro-Rachel. But then Danny and Derek go over to her, and they start, like, kind of flirting i don't know what they were doing danny had an accent and he was like welcome to the land of love like come be our partner (laughs) i don't remember and she's like sure why not you're both cute to which i said excuse me um there's something very aggressive about two men hitting on one woman at the same time oh yeah that i'm not on board for like even though they're children i'm still like something about that makes me want to flee Yeah. yeah does that happen though like, two, like, is that a thing that happened in high school? I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I think it is more of a high school, like, mentality. Because I'm just going to call these guys the D-bags, because that's really what they are. <laughs> that is but, more accurate. Um, it's like the D-bags just went up with way too much confidence, and it did not work out for them. And yeah. I'm kind of happy that, that nobody got what they wanted <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> You're not rooting for anybody. No. No. I, I have I have no dogs in this race and it is okay. <laughs> no brothers I'm... from different mothers as they call themselves when I Rachel asks. So you guys are really close, aren't you? Uh I hate them she's so just much. like really into their whole thing. She's really I don't know. She's just all about Danny and Derek as a package and is on board <laughs> for them somehow. I don't like it. Um, but they are referred to as Afro dorks, which I enjoyed <laughs> quite a bit. 
like, like the it's accurate it is correct um also how to get girls is a dumb fucking idea for a how-to video especially <laughs> coming from these idiots but like just in general it really should never have been approved <laughs> no but mr perino is like barely a teacher i feel like mr perino didn't <laughs> require any of them to run their ideas past him in the first place because when they end up presenting the project it's completely different from what they originally set out to do and he didn't yeah that's even, why they got a c plus and he did but i feel like he just didn't even know what they would have done anyway and he's like all right that's what you came up with no bye <laughs> Which, he, i mean mr perino is like barely in control of any classroom he enters he's he just does not want to be there he remi- like he reminds me of a shittier version of like my high school history teacher who would like leave he would just he would just leave he would get on his motorcycle with golf clubs on his back and leave yeah did you go to degrassi high (laughs) no but i could have because that's a very that's a very degrassi like exit no sounds like a combination of uh mr perino and mr turner from boy meets world he was a little bit like Mr. Turner from Boy Meets World, but like older and less like classically handsome. Can, can I just say really quick, um, Degrassi High School has so many creeps. Yeah. Like so many creeps, but they're like bargain barrel creeps. You know, they're like the TV 14 creeps that are just barely passing for one. Should we um, transition to the scene in the cafeteria where Emma's oh, yeah. talking to That's Manny? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, Johnny DeMarco. Emma's with Manny, and she's like, can you please skip J-Tine and eat lunch with me today? Like, I'm still having a really hard time because my stepdad has been suspended because of this sexual harassment case. And Manny's like, it'll be fine. You'll be fine. And just kind of, like, walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is Jay at the school? Is he allowed to be oh, there? I feel like Manny, like, leaves for lunch to go see Jay. Oh, that makes sense. Because I was like, he's been expelled. He should not be allowed back in that school. And then Johnny DeMarco comes up to Emma and is like, so when's your stepdad coming back? And then he's like, I can't, like, Mr. Perino's here. I kind of miss. I feel like like Johnny DeMarco genuinely misses Mr. Simpson. He really does. But then... But um, then Bear Juggalo is a creep. <laughs> Bear Juggalo. I can't remember what his name is. I don't know. Do is we know the, his name yet? I think it's Nick. Is he the one that impregnated Mia? I think so, but I don't think we've learned that yet. Oh, uh, well, spoiler alert. He's Mia's The man who daddy. looks 35 is a creep <laughs> to Emma. <laughs> He is not a high school student. He's, He's like, says something gross about Mr. Simpson. Because Johnny DeMarco's like, oh, like, when is your stepson coming back? And then he's like yeah to come grope girls or something said something about him being like handsy i don't know i don't know fucking that guy but then damien comes in to like break up the gross people and it's like oh now damien's back and flirting with emma again cool and that's kind of that whole scene it's the whole thing <laughs> really sets up the b plot <laughs> oh yeah oh boy her knight thing. in shining armor, who she becomes unhealthily attached to. Mike, you haven't met Damien yet. What are your first impressions of the Lakehurst people? Like all these new oh, guys. Yeah. I did not like him. I don't like anybody <laughs> in this episode. I think I'm just gonna flat out say that the only per- <laughs> and and um the only person that I did like was who's the boy with the camera is that guy. Peter. <laughs> Peter. I I like him because I have no context to anything else that he does. He just shows up. He's like, hey, guys. Well, 
I'm here for you now. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. It's like, yep, I'm not going to do shit this whole episode. It's like, all right, great. I can identify with this guy. He seems cool to me. But I I have a feeling he's probably also a creep because he goes to Degrassi High School. Yeah, his introduction to the show is filming Manny flashing a camera and distributing distributing it to the entire school. Oh, Um, well, now... Now I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of cool. notoriously an asshole, but once in a while he'll like just show up and be good. He's very good in a crisis. He's great in a crisis, and he's good as like a side character who doesn't matter. Is like just there for the quips. Otherwise, he's usually <laughs> terrible. Actually, like the only genuinely good character in this episode who made any appearance was probably Manny and maybe Mr. Simpson, but they weren't there very often. They weren't the main players in either plot. Yeah, I mean, I I did feel bad for uh, Mr. Simpson the entire time because he's just like, it's a very real problem trying to get your uh, career and your life back after false uh, accusations. And it just felt like nobody gave a shit. Yeah, especially Emma. Well, yeah, Emma's just like, what what about me? It's like, Emma, (laughs) like, read the room. There's stuff bigger than you going on right now. I mean, if Emma was a real housewife, when she turned around to face the camera, her tagline would be, but what about me? (laughs) (laughs) Emma would throw her drink across the room and then go and drink it up, probably. I don't know. She was to not waste it. She she wouldn't waste it, but she would also scream, but what about me? (laughs) Because that's like (laughs) Emma's entire vibe is just, but wait, I'm also here. Yeah, that's very true. Um, so, but then we're at the pool hall where I guess everybody at Degrassi hangs out at now. And Danny and Derek and Ray, is Rachel there? Rachel's there, and but she's Peter, not like talking they're to They're all them. like hanging out at the pool hall and Danny and Derek are talking about how they're like fighting over which one of them Rachel likes. And Danny's like, LL Cool D, like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. And... Then Derek's like, nah, like she's eyeing me like a fat guy does a rack of ribs. And which is not even like, an expression. What? <laughs> and then, but then they're like, but wait, like double D forever. Like we can't let a girl get in the way of our friendship. Spoiler, they do. <laughs> I just wrote, yes, that will last, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like double D forever is a really shitty version of the Friday Night Lights Texas Forever like slogan <laughs> that like resonates with a lot of people and is a very emotional thing that happens on a much better show. And I couldn't help but think of that when they were like double D forever. Um, oh, they're just they're like the most annoying friends. I just hate them so much. But then we go to the mall to figure out a place to shoot their video where they're going to talk about, like, let's buy girls gifts at the mall. And Derek is, like, sweet-talking this retail lady who ends up being Uh, extremely racist. Who is terrible. Yeah. She's terrible in so many ways. I mean, she's openly racist. Like, not even hiding it. blatantly, unapologetically... He's, like, talking to her, and she's like, he's like, let us film here. It's for a school project, blah, blah, blah. 
he's probably being kind of slimy, but he is that's definitely Derek. being slimy. And yes. she's like, okay, fine. As but I got to keep an extra eye on your like homeboy over there. She says something like that. She definitely says homeboy. She the yeah, it's exactly that. She's like, but I'm just gonna keep an eye on your homeboy. But the way she says homeboy is such a like it caught me so off guard. As like I really wasn't expecting this lady to just be horribly racist in the first minute that you meet her. I know. But but you know what? Degrassi throws everything out the window. So it may as well be. Yeah. I mean, they really wanted to just establish her character right away. <laughs> More things that I hated about this person. She has a weird British accent that's definitely like just like her trying to sound fancy. It's one of those. It's like a Madonna yeah. British accent. And she gets won over into, like, this whole, like, sure, you can shoot here when he's like, a lot of guys are going to watch this video. A lot of guys with money. And she's like, oh, great. Sign me up. And I'm like, it is a high school project. The only adult watching this is a public school teacher. You do not want any of these We're not putting this on YouTube. And this is also before, like, YouTube was even that big. This was 2008. I was a sophomore in college when this came out. And YouTube was nowhere near the height of the popularity that it is in this, the year 2017. I don't even think you could monetize YouTube videos in 2008 yet. But I don't know. They definitely didn't have ads then. No. No, they didn't. I don't, they might not have even been owned by Google yet. I don't know when that happened. Um, Anyway, (laughs) just getting into some YouTube business models talk. Um, (laughs) But then after he has he like convinces her to let them shoot there, Danny's like, um, homeboy? Like, I don't know if I wanna shoot here. And Derek, <laughs> who's just like oblivious. Oblivious. But it's also like just the classic, like, white privilege, just totally unaware of like what is going on in that sort of scenario. Yeah. It's just like she was joking, but it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> she was just blatantly who she was. Like, here's a pretty good rule of thumb. If your friend is a person of color and they tell you that someone is being racist, believe them. Yeah. Let's not gaslight yeah, them. And, and he's like, and you know what? I don't think Rachel would want to shoot here either. And Derek is like, it'll be fine. We got to do it for the project. It was a joke. And moving on and that's the end of that scene we haven't talked about any fashion yet should we do that before we forget to yes um all right let's start fashion police fashion police the i mean every single thing that this like horrible woman wears is terrible (laughs) she's wearing these like giant gold earrings she just like they they, like just made her look like just a little bit trashy just like a little bit cheap like everything that she's wearing is like just like kind of off um derek's wearing I like a blue shirt with like flying bird graphics on it, which I thought was an interesting choice for him. <laughs> um, Emma's hair and Manny's hair both look great. Spike's hair is blonde now. I know. I don't hate it. I usually hate it when she goes blonde, but it's a, I don't know. It's maybe it's just a good cut. I, I think it know. looked fine. It was fine. Oh, Manny wears this like brown flowy shirt at one oh, point. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, this when this is when brown was a thing. Like brown flowy, like yeah, two thousand eight. All of um Derek's underwear choices really bummed me out. Were just the ones he picked up? Yeah, (laughs) and was like, like they were just like caressing against his face. Yeah, I just like a little bit queasy, (laughs) and also just bad taste. Like very vibrant blue, not a great, 
choice. Um, the crotchless panties were terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're also like borderline flesh colored. And at that point, why bother? I just. I mean, why bother if they're going to be crotchless anyway? They serve no purpose. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, well, it's kind of, that that should bring you over to Danny's dicky. <laughs> call um oh boy i do love that danny's dicky inspired a sick franklin bruce <laughs> oh my god it was it was just so ridiculous it's like i mean it, at some point just wear a turtleneck or yeah. a scarf like why do you need a separate like article of clothing just for your neck you're not skiing what's happening here <laughs> I think he just doesn't own a turtleneck. Yeah. I mean, you're in Canada. Wear a scarf. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't I think don't I know. have anything else. Um. Yeah, me neither. There really wasn't a lot of good fashion in this episode. No. No. There was just too much absurdity happening for any sort of... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So... Then, where are we? Oh, but then we're back at Emma's house, and, like, they're all eating a really sad dinner and just <laughs> talking just about dinner. the state of their lives. It's just a real bummer. Just, like, going around the table, not having a good time. And Emma, Emma is, is being like, a brat. Oh, my God. Emma's like, oh, I thought I'd have Manny over for dinner, and she can help us watch Jack. And Mr. Simpson's like, you know, I'm not allowed to have students here until we get things cleared up. And she's like, ugh, fine. Then can I just go to her house? And it's just like, Emma, have some fucking compassion. She's like, you're ruining my life. Anytime they're in this house, it is insanely low lit. Like, yes. I don't think they own, they don't own any lights. They can't because it's just too dark. How are you going to know how sad they are if yeah. it isn't poorly lit, though? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. So that's kind of that scene. And then we're back. We're like, oh, we're back at school. And Peter's like, check out my new toy. And, like, whips out this huge video camera. And, like, of course, his <laughs> new toy is a video camera. Also, has nobody learned their lesson about giving Peter a video camera? Seriously. The last time he got a new toy that was a video camera, it was a disaster for everyone. Yeah, it was. It ended up in him distributing child pornography and not getting in trouble for it for some reason. He got detention. That totally counts. (laughs) He got so much detention. And his mom was really mad. His mom was pissed. And Um, she's the principal, so you know he was in trouble. Yeah. But not with the law. No, but he should have been. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then Derek is like. You guys should film me asking out Rachel and her totally saying yes. And I'm like, cool, that's going to work out really well for you. <laughs> yeah. And then she, he goes to ask her out and he, she's like, um, let's just focus on the project. And Peter and Danny are just laughing at him. And Derek's like, cut it, cut it. Don't film me anymore. Blah. And then he like goes to chase Peter because he's not going to delete the video. And then right away, Rachel is like, hey, Danny, we should go out. <laughs> And just like, <laughs> all right, we know what Rachel's about. She's wasting no time. Also, I would also, if I had to choose between Danny and Derek, I think she made the right choice. Oh, yeah, no, she definitely made the right call. Um, But then we are with Emma in science class, and she is struggling in school because she's distracted by this Mr. Simpson thing. 
And I mean, honestly, though, she got a C minus on like one chemistry exam. And I would have literally punched someone in the face in high school for a C minus in chemistry. It's Emma, though. Like, C minus is like a death sentence to an, like, a perfectionist straight A student like Emma. Yeah. So, why did she put that a mole was an actual mole? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just. Even she I had know to the have thought to that. that was not right. She's like, it's right in some way. Maybe I'll get partial credit. <laughs> like, I don't know too much about the Canadian school system, but that can't be right in any country. No. And. I mean, it is a type of science, technically, it's biology. <laughs> so she's in the right area. She's like, we studied guinea pigs a couple years ago. Like, maybe this is where this is going. Oh, I forgot about the <laughs> guinea pigs. That's right. Um, but then she runs into Damien after class, and he's, like, carrying around a book, and he's like, it's my favorite author. And Emma's very It's a really impressed. good plug for Dave Eggers. Yeah, and Emma's like, I don't think I've ever known any guy who had a favorite author and is very impressed by this basic interest of his. I mean, she dated Sean. He's not, like, hugely literary. And I guess Chris maybe was more into music than books. I don't know. I I think just maybe Emma needs to date smarter people. I don't know. Although that is a really good book. Yeah, I, I haven't read it. <laughs> highly recommend. It's really good. Um, well, Emma really loves it. We learn later. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. it's. Have you read it, Mike? No, I haven't. <laughs> well, I highly recommend it. Heartbreaking work cool. of staggering Kelsey genius. Kelsey is turning into Emma. She's going to get a dog. <laughs> She's going to name it Eggers. I'm really not. She's <laughs> going to force Damien to like co-raise the dog with her. Oh, You're is... going to go... Zero to one hundred. You're gonna go NASCAR. (laughs) If I'm known for ever anything, it's clearly how quickly I move in a relationship. (laughs) Pump those brakes. (laughs) (laughs) I say, never being able to follow through. Um, Yeah, no, it's a great book though. I mean, highly recommend. It's the the title is fairly ironic, although it is like very like it's. The premise is sad, but the writing is funny and interesting and weird. I don't know. Read that book. Well, Emma is about to. Um, but meanwhile, now we get to the turtleneck scene <laughs> where Danny <laughs> is wearing a turtleneck or a dickie, I guess. And at first I wrote down, because then he and Danny are, Danny's like, what's with the turtleneck? Like, whatever. And Danny... I think starts to say like I don't know I'm more mature now or it uh, I feel like it alluded to him being <laughs> his fashion choice like alluded to him being more mature I'm like is this him trying to be more mature to be able to date Rachel but then I'm like oh wait no it's to hide a hickey yeah no I wrote that is uh, an obvious hickey hider and also I wrote hickeys are the most high school I mean yeah yeah. <laughs> Like, is there anything more high school than a hickey? Really? <laughs> that and many. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's not a thing that adults should do. <laughs> no, definitely no. not. Not that that stops some people, but no. yeah. Uh, but then, but Derek, I don't know. They start talking about Rachel and then Derek finds out that Danny has received a hickey from Rachel because she walks by also wearing a turtleneck and he's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then Derek is like, the only thing you're good at is stealing. Which and like, like he stole her from me. 
Because he does not oh, steal no. anything. We have no evidence of Danny ever stealing. We just have like the racist store clerk being like, I bet you're going to steal something. And yeah, I just it's crazy. And he doesn't like just jump to this conclusion. I mean, he kind of does. But also Danny is like, well, you know, I because like at first Derek is like talking all sorts of shit about Rachel. And Danny's like, no, we should keep hanging out with her. It's fine. And he's like, just because she doesn't like you. I mean, maybe she likes somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> and then Derek is like, what, Peter? And it's like. No, dude, dude, come on. He's like, but then he's like, obviously it can't be you. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, like give him, give him a little bit of credit. That was just like rude of him. It was so rude. And then he's like, you stole her from me. And I was just like, she's not property. <laughs> she wasn't yours to begin with. In my notes at this point, I put, uh oh, love triangle. <laughs> but also, not really, because Danny didn't steal Rachel from Derek when Rachel chose Danny over Derek and is also a human being who never showed any interest in Derek to begin with. <laughs> How can you just say no to this face <laughs> that I'm going to keep on sending you guys? It's the best face. It's so. <laughs> We're going to have to tweet out the face that Mike keeps (laughs) just periodically sending to us over Skype. It's a very smug face. Dumb little face. It's the dumbest face. Fucking Derek. Um, In my my notes, in my notes, I have this picture of his face and I just wrote, I do not like his smug face. I do not. I do not. (laughs) I mean, that's super fair. It's a terrible face. Uh, but then they're in class, and I think they're still, like, fighting about Rachel. And then Mr. Perino's like, sounds like you've got a Yoko. And they, like, stare at her blankly, or stare at him blankly. He's like, you know, Yoko Ono, they say she broke up the Beatles. And they're like, the Beatles? I'm like, how do you, there's no way they don't know who the fucking Beatles are. Or who Yoko Ono is. Not to mention ono that the, t- the, title, the title is a George Harrison song. Exactly. <laughs> like, who doesn't understand like Yokoing? Like I don't who doesn't know who the Beatles are? I feel like children know who the Beatles are. Or at least like our generation like knows because we had parents who grew up loving the Beatles. And they are our generation cuz I was in I was 16 in 2008. I yeah. know who the fucking Beatles are. I would have no I would have understood this reference back then. It's stupid. Also, I take a lot of issue with the idea of like Yokoing anything. Oh yeah, cuz that's also yeah. like sexist and bullshit and also it's sexist bullshit for yeah, sure no. like she did not break up the fucking beatles like the <laughs> beatles were breaking up and then she also was there like she was just present for that like her vagina is so <laughs> magical that she broke up like one of the most popular bands of all time yeah like, that is let's not put that on her she already had enough to deal with being fucking married to john lennon who had his lot. own demons. <laughs> he was a lot. Um, anyway, they don't know who the Beatles are. I don't understand. That's the end of the scene. <laughs> um, and then they also do rapid fire Beatles references. <laughs> um, but then we're with Manny and Emma at the lockers. 
I don't know, Emma's like, Damien this, Damien that. He volunteers <laughs> at an animal shelter, even though his mom is allergic. He loves it. And Manny's like, all right, I guess we're doing this again. <laughs> Manny is just sick of everyone's shit. She's like, I just want to go hang out with my weird old boyfriend. <laughs> Which is fair, because Jay is amazing. Jay is a delight, and they're the best. And I'm just, mostly I'm just upset that this isn't another, like, Manny and Jay episode. Yeah, because we just had a really so good, good one. I don't know. Have you met Jay, Mike? Do you know who Jay? No, is? we we haven't been introduced. Is he uh, is he cool? Oh God, you. Oh, you, is wait. he Jay Hogart? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at a picture of him. He's got a sick backwards cap. Yep. He he looks like a cool guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a cute, cool little slime bag. He's my favorite of the dirt bags. He's the best one. His nicknames are Jay, Slim Shady, <laughs> Boo, Mr. Awesome, Ray, Puck, Old Man, Vasty Icky Poser, Big Boy, Rat, Disgusting Bottom Feeder, and Goofbag. I, like, I love the Degrassi Wiki. <laughs> the Degrassi Wiki is a delight because they put when they write down the nicknames, they put down literally any name that anyone has ever called that character. <laughs> Who called him Mr. Awesome? <laughs> Probably himself, right? Definitely himself. Uh, Peter. Oh, oh, Peter. That had to have been so He was a member of the Candy Bandits. What is this show? <laughs> was, that when, was that when they broke into the vending machine? That's when they machine? broke into vending machines. The first time we meet Jay, he's like breaking into a vending machine. And that's supposed to be like... Bad boy marker. But I <laughs> he love- steals candy from the vending machines with Alex and Towers. Oh, I miss Towers. <laughs> Towers with a Z. Towers with a Z was the best. He, he had, had a brief had... romance with Liberty. He did have a brief romance <laughs> with Liberty and no lines ever. Ever. He was silent the whole time. But he had great facial expressions. <laughs> he was very expressive. They fired him from the show because apparently he never showed up on time. Yeah. That track. <laughs> <laughs> that candy bandit. <laughs> I didn't know that they had a name. Candy bandits. Oh, boy. Better than and- Montreal boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jay, some cliff notes. He um, bullied Rick, who turned out to be the school shooter, and, like, Ooh. blamed um jimmy for a prank that jay and spinner played on rick which ended up Mm -hmm. in jimmy getting shot and put in the wheelchair yeah for which he eventually got expelled for uh jay did and then he also (laughs) gave emma a social disease he He gave emma gonorrhea in the ravine Um, oh no yeah You gotta go back and watch some Jay of these has, episodes, Mike. Jay has a storied history, but like he ends. But up he ends being up like great. being so endearing that you're just like, you know what? I, I guess, I guess, I guess you gotta like if you're gonna do all those, all those atrocities <laughs> and still come out of it like okay, you gotta have a lot of endearing factor to yeah, you. Yeah, he comes back as many people's fave. Yeah, like, by it's the end, very he's just... weird because he's. On paper, terrible. That Mike Lobel's got to be real charming. Um, he really <laughs> is, at least on screen. We've just gone into a tangent talking about Jay because we just really don't want to talk about Danny and Derek. Because I hate Danny and Derek. They're terrible. They're terrible. Speaking of. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Speaking of. <laughs> we're back we're at the mall. The and the fucking retail lady is like, you. I don't remember what she says, but she calls she Danny calls him a, a gangster. gangster. 
And I was just like, this is so racist in my notes. And then Danny or no, Danny, Derek and Rachel start like filming like, like, if you like a girl, you should buy her like a cute cami or something. I have a question. Yeah. yeah. For the group. Yeah. Um, okay. So out of these three gentlemen, why is Derek the face of this operation? Because he's like slimy, like a used car salesman. And- I guess, but he's like, but like, they're both so much better looking than he is, and you'd think you'd put the better looking ones in front of the camera. But I think Derek is like wants to be in front of the camera so hard that they're just like, we'll let him do it. It is, it is ninety percent Derek's ego. Yeah, just just jumping out. Yeah. He's the it's living like he's worst. like a theater kid who just like needs to always be performing. Um, he kind of is. That's a good call. <laughs> always. Oh, did you send us another screenshot? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's just a zoom in on the freeze frame. We're going to post all these photos for you guys so you know why we're cackling. Um, so then... I'm, I'm going to send you guys a screenshot of my notes where underneath that um, that freeze frame picture in just all capital letters, I wrote, help. <laughs> just help. It does look like he's crying out for help, like just with his eyes. <laughs> he's like, is it over yet? Is the shot over? Am I done? Why am I still standing can we, can here? We, can we call cut? Are we done? <laughs> it, it's, did we get it? It's did we truly, get it? It's truly like me when I like attempt to maybe for a second smile with teeth for a photo. I'm like, no, no. I've changed my mind. I've made a mistake. <laughs> oh abort. <my> abort. <laughs> so oh. we're filming and Rachel's like, Buy your girl a cami or, or pajamas. Buy her something comfortable. I don't understand. All right. So when they were like planning this whole stupid thing, she was like, this is going to be really lame. We should make it more specific. Like how to buy a present for a girl, which like, cool. That's a better idea. So I don't know. I how mean, we it's got slightly better. I don't know how we got to this place. And I don't know why she's suggesting pajamas or like a cami. I don't. Yeah, especially I, when she was super into that soap. Like, she should have been talking about that. Yeah, right. Also, like, I feel like even, like, even if they're just, like, cozy, like, flannel, like, I feel like pajamas is still, like, an intimate thing to buy a person you barely know. I wouldn't want to, yes. I don't think any teenage boy would also, like, be able to pick out clothing for a girl. That would no. be good. No. Right? I don't know. I've never, no. I've never no. had a boyfriend buy me pajamas before. I've had a boyfriend's mother buy me pajamas. That for makes like more a sense. Because yeah. like a mom knows how to find cute pajamas, and it's like you're here anyway. Whatever. Buying your girlfriend clothes is just a recipe for disaster. Because if you buy it too, like the sizing, just like the sizing si- alone. guessing her size alone is just always that's going to end in disaster and cause like there's really like dysmorphia. no no good way of doing it. It's it's terrifying for everybody. Yeah. Because if you buy something too big, she's going to be like, um, excuse me, you think I'm this humongous? And if you buy her something too small, she's like, oh, my God, he thinks I should be this tiny. Like, oh, my God. And it's just not. <laughs> it's just no, no. Nobody wins. Nobody wins in this weird gift giving situation. Jewelry. Just buy jewelry. 
But then. Or a scarf. You so, can't lose with a scarf. That's true. That's one size fits all. Um, anyway, mm. she's like, buy her a cami. And then Derek's like, or actually, you can buy her some crutchless panties. Ugh. I like Colin's facial expression <laughs> My right God. now. It's just it's perfect. <laughs> it's what he sounds like. I know. I agree. And then... And this then, so and then, gross. like I wrote, nice director's note, Danny, because Danny's like, um, can we try it with like a little bit more crotch in the panties? Like maybe we can <laughs> do a different take of this. And Derek's like, no, it's perfect. We're got, we got it. We're good. We got this. And Rachel's like, if someone bought that for me, I would break up with them. Which, like, good call, Fair. Rachel. Um, and then. If anyone buys you crotchless panties and they're not the manager at your strip club, do not accept them. Even that's a little too far. <laughs> well, that that's definitely breaking a like employee employer like relationship <laughs> line that you shouldn't you just shouldn't cross. I just I feel like that's the kind of person that buys those and only that kind of person. Like as a uniform? No, no, like just like <laughs> like nobody else buys crotchless I'm, I'm than, a goof. than gross men it's just gross men it's only gross men like i don't think any women actually would like go out and buy crotchless panties it's right like, i don't think so like because like what? if they are they're doing it because of a man because Probably. those aren't practical at all no you it's like it's like wearing no <laughs> underwear at all you might Literally. as well just not wear any underwear i don't get it it's like it's is that even sexy? I don't get I don't... it. I don't get it as a seduction technique anyway. Because I'm like, why don't you just be naked then? Like it's like useless. I don't know. It kind of feels it. like fingerless mittens to me. Or <laughs> <laughs> they just like I don't I don't see the point in them because your fingies are just gonna get a little too cold. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't either. Um, but then we are with uh, Emma and Damien at a park. And they're, like, hanging out. She's like, I'm almost done with the book, but not yet. And then she, like, goes in for a kiss. And they're, like, getting into it right away. And she's like, was that okay? Like, I don't want to seem too desperate. And Which then, is like, wow, that's, that's internal monologue, Emma. Internal monologue. And like- then after this <laughs> proceeds to call a dog to her named Eggers, introduce him to the dog as their dog. Yikes. And... Like, who was named after his favorite author. And he's like, our dog? Uh, What are you talking about? We've been dating for 45 minutes. Also, question. How have they been at the park for this long and he didn't know that she brought a dog with him? How well trained is this dog? This dog is all the way across the park. And she's just, like, having a conversation, making out with her new boyfriend. The dog is so well trained to this person that he just met that he's just, like, hanging out. Yeah, I don't know. Craigslist dogs, man. Yeah, she got the dog on Craigslist. He's like, what are you doing? Like, I we just started dating again. Why do you think we can own a dog together? And she's like, oh, I went a little too fast, didn't I? And he said, girl, you went NASCAR, (laughs) which I I actually enjoyed that. It was good. It was a good line. Um, Yeah, my notes here just say, oh, no. Yeah, that sums up the entire scene. Oh, no. My notes for the next scene are, oh, no, because I remembered what happened in the next scene. Oh, I, I mine is literally just until it happened. Derek is a monster. <laughs> oh, that's so close to mine. Mine says Derek is the worst. Get him out of here. 
so then we're back at the store, and Danny and Rachel are like off flirting by the soap or something. And Girl loves soap. Gotta love that soap. And then Danny is like, "Hey, Peter, come over here." And he's like, "How do like prank your friend so hard?" Or I don't know, it's something like that. Ugh. And he's like, "Step one, like make sure he's distracted with the girl. Step two, put the underwear in his backpack for her to find later and think he's a total creep." And I'm like, "Danny, you're in a store where the salesperson." Thinks he's race, thinks he is racist, and thinks he is going to steal things anyway. Can you put your brain to work? No, you don't have a brain. Okay, great. This is the end of the scene. Why is this happening? It was a huge bummer because it's like, oh, I and I just wrote, "Fuck your white privilege, Derek." <laughs> because between Derek and Peter, they're both like, "This is a hilarious prank." Which, first of all, there's no such thing as a hilarious prank. Pranks are dumb and bad. End of story. Second of all. <laughs> Hot hot take. Whoa. Whoa, what a cool hot take. Hot take. Not not a not a prank fan, huh? Not a fan nope. of the show Boiling Points now, are we? No. <laughs> I don't care for punked. I think pranks are mean and dumb. Oh, but punked we get to see Justin Timberlake cry. I know. It's mean. <laughs> it makes me sad. Well, I punked know. I can understand. We're we're punking and on, rich on people. I don't points, really you get care. to see people be mean to waiters, so that's <laughs> always fun. Oh, I just, you guys, pranks are mean and dumb, and I hate them. Hot takes, <laughs> hot takes from me. Um, anyway, so yeah, like Derek and Peter are both like, "This is hilarious and it's gonna be great," and I'm like, "You're both so dumb." Like, it doesn't even occur to them. Like, they've been watching this salesperson like be racist and shitty, and. There's like it's not even subtle how racist she is. No, she's she's just no, like she's outwardly. very vocal about it. She's just really she knows what she's about, it's and she's less not gonna subtle hide it. Then I think I don't. Then like a episode of Sister Sister, I think I watched once, where someone got hired to specifically follow around black people at a retail store. Do you remember that like very special episode of whatever sitcom forever ago? I don't. Remember. I don't know. It was less subtle than that. It was just very much like. Your homeboy's gonna steal things, I'm sure of it. She might as well have just gone up to him and been like, You're black, so I think you're gonna steal this and I'm gonna follow you around. She 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 kind of does when she asks to check the bag and he's like, Well, you didn't check their bags. He's like, I had no reason to suspect them. Yeah. It's like lady. No, I think she even says, Well, I had every perfect reason to trust them or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's honestly crazy and they look like me (laughs) pretty much it's like oh you're the worst but yeah it's it's just like such a like case of like white privilege that it just wouldn't occur to them that it would be an issue not to mention the fact that like even if this person hadn't been like outwardly racist first of all don't don't do that to a person at all but also especially like you know like african-americans have such a higher like incarceration rate because people are like like a cop will they're more targeted they're more targeted and a a cop is much more likely to be violent than they would be with a white person shoplifting yeah like i have been caught shoplifting and i got off with give that back to me now leave but it also just boggles my mind that danny he put it in his bag because he's like she's gonna catch this later when they leave but it's also like 
you're at a store and you put in a clothing item from the store, even if she doesn't search their bag, that's going to like set off an alarm when you leave the store, you dummy. Seriously. I would like to just state for the record that I was caught shoplifting in high school when I was dumb. And I, I'm an adult and I don't do that anymore. I mean, I think you've mentioned that countless times on the show already. So we I know are, we know the backstory. But we're on a what, network uh, now what, and we have new listeners. Oh, we're on a network now. We're on a network now and we have new listeners. We should, don't know. We should probably make an announcement about that at the beginning of the episode. I Meh. don't know. Hey, guys. This is our first episode on the <laughs> Filling the Void Network. Welcome to the show. If you've made it this far in, it's 48 minutes in. Welcome. If you don't understand Hello. any of our references, go on SoundCloud and check out all the other episodes. Or that iTunes. We- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eddie. And I'm not usually here. <laughs> and Mike is, my bet Mike is on some other episodes that we've done. Um, we talked about a really cool guy named Skinny. Never forget oh Skinny. Oh my god. Skinny. <laughs> I, I wish I wish Skinny was here. Uh, me too. Me too. Actually, we recently were talking about how Skinny and Jay probably would have totally gotten along. They would have hit it off. Mm-hmm. Does Skinny make a triumphant return? I don't think so. I, I wish. Oh, no. It was also Skinny and the drug dealer that JT got involved with. Yeah, who they was Jay's friend. Because all of yeah. Jay's friends are drug, drug dealers whose names you don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're doing Skinny great. Skinny probably loves Beth. Oh, totally. Yeah. But yeah, so I wanted to state for the record for the newer listeners, I'm... I'm you're not a criminal anymore. Oh, I'm a normal human in the world. <laughs> well, I mean, normal is a relative term, me. but oh, well, okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, so, but real quick, we hop over to Emma coming home late with her new dog, her new surprise dog, <laughs> and surprise dog. Then, I know that life. I know that surprise and dog. And she's like, "Hey, I'm here. If anybody cares." And then Mr. Simpson is like, "Well." Better extremely late than never, I guess. <laughs> and they're talking Which with his great. lawyer. And then this is when Emma's like, you don't understand what it's like for me at school, blah, 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 blah. Making it all about herself. And hey, Emma. And it's being terrible. But Mr. Simpson is so used to this that he's just like, I know, I'm sorry. We're going to get through it. And it's, just oh. like, I, it's useless to even point out how selfish she is being. I'm just going to apologize to her because I'll probably go over better than pointing out how terrible she is. Which I guess, fair. And it kind of resolves the situation. And then they're like, wait, did you get a dog? And she's like, I'm going to take him back. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just the craziest like it's ridiculous of events um but and i like that it ends with wait is that a dog what's happening <laughs> why do we have a dog now but then we're back at the store and danny and rachel finally decide to leave and then this white supremacist retail lady is like um let me check your bags and He's like, you didn't check their bags. And she's like, well, I had every reason to trust them. And then she's terrible. She checks the bag and she sees the crotchless panties in there. And Dana's like, oh, my God, I didn't put those there. And she's like, sure, you did. Have fun telling that to the police who I'm sure you've spoken to before <laughs> or something like cool that. assumption. And then he and Rachel like bail and run away, which I'm like, you know what? I probably would have done that, too. Oh, no, I support him running. Yeah. I was I was ready. I was like, good, run. Because, like, he's not going to be treated fairly. No. 
and then real quick we're at the dot and danny and mm. peter are like starting to edit and D- peter's like film is rated nf not funny not funny <laughs> which like yeah it's, it's right. It's yeah. not wrong. It's not That's the only funny. note I have for the scene, which is why I know it happened before we go back to Rachel and Danny running around. Is there anything else that happens in the scene? No. Just, <laughs> just nothing. Just, just nothing. Just not that sweet funny. Peter Zinger. <laughs> and then like it's Danny like the most unnecessary scene <laughs> in the whole episode. There I feel like at like Maybe once every episode, once every couple of episodes, there's like one scene that's like, why were you just filling for time? Like in the last episode, there was one where they were like driving and there was just like ADR of Spinner going women's studies, like something like something about women's <laughs> he studies, was like women's studies building. Hey, do you want to go study some women? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> ha! There's some good um, there's some really good ADR in this episode when um the four of them, the 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 d bags, Rachel and um, <laughs> Everboy, are at the like pool hall in the first time, and it's just ADR of Rachel like in the distance, just going four juices, please, <laughs> or like four sodas, please. It's like wow, that so they're just like that setting up like crisp audio from across the yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I gotta love us some Degrassi ADR. It's always very unnatural. It's always super unnecessary. <laughs> just like I just nonsense. I think I like it from the from the point of view of they were watching like the dailies on this and they're like, Oh man, we gotta find some way like where's Rachel at? We gotta let people know where she is. Oh, I got it. She's ordering them juice. How are we gonna show that? ADR. Yes. Nailed it. They are on top of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I appreciated you pulling back for the mic for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I pushed the chair out. (laughs) It was very realistic. Um, But then, but then we see Danny and Rachel like run into an alleyway, um, and they're away from the mall and. I don't really know. I just wrote, dear God, overreactions all around. Seriously. Because Rachel is like, you don't have to steal to impress me. Which, like, cool assumption, Rachel, that he's, like, stealing to impress you. Also, like, and she, I mean, she makes a good point. She's like, well, I don't know you really. Like, so maybe that is a thing that you would do. But also, like, maybe give this person the benefit of the doubt. Also, he was with you literally the whole time. When would he have stolen those crotchless panties? Seriously. And then he's like, you actually thought I stole that? I don't want to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, they really, they really tied it up. And then they like both storm off in different directions. Um, Everyone's furious. And then, and then uh, Danny goes back to the dot and Derek's like, oh, Rachel's not here. Did she like the prank I pulled or something like that? Because he's garbage. <laughs> he is a trash person. And then Danny's like, that was you? Like, you knew that, like, retail lady was targeting me. Like, what are you doing? I could have gotten in trouble. And Derek's like, oh, wait, what? It was totally a joke, though, man. And Bleh. then Danny is like, "There's, it's never a joke when, like, a black man gets accused of stealing something or, like, something like that. And, yeah. 
And Derek's like, but, but it was a joke. I didn't know. And then Danny storms off, rightfully so. I hate him so much. Uh, and he's like, what? <laughs> I didn't know. And Derek is the guy who's mad about PC culture. <sighs> oh, actually, in my, um, in my notes on this, I think I put... Derek would be an alt-right teen if he was American. Someone get this boy a peppy uh, lapel pin. <laughs> Seriously, though. Derek is hashtag all lives matter. He is for sure. It's just like willfully ignorant. Yeah. I don't know. And then we're at school again. And Emma and Damien are talking again. And, then... and he's like, how's your dog? Yeah, he's, your he very specifically... Dog emphasizes the word your dog and emma's like oh actually like it's the family dog now they all fell in love with him and i was like all right i guess they have a dog now um and then he's like and then she's like all right well i'm gonna head off now and he's like wait and like pulls down another dave eggers book and is like when a guy lends you a book (laughs) it means that he likes you which in my experience that is not the case and then he, like, lends her another book to, like, mend fences. And it's like, oh, my God, swoon again. And that's the end of the B-plot, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then they kiss in the hallway, which I always thought was weird. I'm also still, like, bitter about the fact that she most definitely broke up with Sean via email or something while he's off in the army. And I'm not here. Whoa. For <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Emma, dude. what are you doing? Right. Um, Jeez. <laughs> and it's then fucked up. It's super fucked up. I mean, Sema is my OTP, so I'm going to forever be touchy <laughs> about it. But whatever. Also, I don't really care about Damien, who, by the YouTube comments we read, um, dresses like a grandpa or like Mr. <laughs> Rogers. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm I'm fairly neutral on Damien. He seems fine. Um, but then we are in media immersion and we see the tail end of Johnny DeMarco's presentation, which is him in a very monotone voice saying, and that's how separating recycling will save the world. Hooray. Yeah, I want to I want to change my answer from uh, who my favorite character is in this episode <laughs> to that guy, because just for that alone. Actually, honestly, like the last few guest spots we've had. They've all loved Johnny DeMarco so much. <laughs> true. <laughs> Babysitter's Club Club loved, loved Johnny, Johnny DeMarco. DeMarco. <laughs> and his camo hat. Um, I mean, I'm starting to really love Johnny DeMarco. He, I'm actually... Starting, I mean, I'm warming, I'm warming up to him as a character. I still think he's objectively gross as a human being. Like, he looks dirty and smelly and, like, he doesn't brush his teeth. Like, I would never <laughs> want him to be my romantic interest... But as a person, I'm, like, warming up to him. I like him. I think he's cool. He's I mean, of... I don't think he's cool, but I like him as a character. <laughs> I do like that his nickname is Dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, he looks like... You know what he is? He looks like Pigpen from Charlie Brown. Like, he's probably, he's just, like, eternally dirty. At least that's how he looks to me. <laughs> Holland's very judgy about Johnny DeMarco and I also don't... about the weird, like, semi-crush that I sometimes have I don't on him. know why... I'm so judgy about Johnny DeMarco. I just have an averse reaction to him. It's just like in my bones. I I'm just it. like, I'm like, I don't like that person. I get it. Um, that, that's fine. That's how I feel about Derek. So it's okay. <laughs> well, that's, that too. That's also how I feel about Derek. Um, um, but cool. I, 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 I loved, but I liked Johnny DeMarco's presentation. Frankly, I'm shocked that he did one at all. Yeah. And I'm more surprised that he chose to do it about recycling. recycling. 
which is something that could help save the world. So good on you, Johnny DeMarco. Yeah. Oh, also, somebody on Twitter recently pointed out how they loved how we can only say Johnny DeMarco's name, like first name, last name, like no, or maybe it was on Instagram. It was like, I love, like, it's like, we can only say his full entire name. Because it's the perfect It's like required. Name. It's so good. I could never call him Johnny. That's weird. No, no. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the perfect five syllable name. Yeah. John, Johnny DeMarco. It's like Johnny DeMarco, Jordan Catalano. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to say those you got to say both names. Jake Ryan. Like, you got to say it. Is it that his name? It's like your, from 16 Candles? It's like your your mouth does a dance when you say it. It's like, <laughs> hey, Johnny DeMarco. It really is a dance. <laughs> it's a delight. I love it. It's really fun. But then, Johnny DeMarco. Yeah, but yeah. Johnny DeMarco, Jordan Catalano. Just good full names. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Mr. Perino calls up Team Fuzzhead. And then Derek is like, I finished the project last night. And then, like, the title screen comes up, and it's How to Betray Your Best Bud. Which, like... My God. Like, I get it. It's a nice gesture. But also, like, best bud. Come on, man. What? Was it, though? Was it a nice gesture? <laughs> I don't know. He's... To, to fucking embarrass your, your friend like that in front of everybody? You know what a nice gesture would have been? A nice gesture would have been if Derek would have went to the shop, saw that nice, not nice, I'm sorry, saw that mean old racist lady, showed her the video of him putting the crotchless panties into the bag and said, hey, you're racist. My friend didn't do this. I gotta go. And then leave. That would have been a nice gesture instead of this, like, this is kind of like a call-out post to your friends and everybody, and it's just, like, it's it does nothing but serve his own fucking ego. Because <laughs> it's him, like, making the grand gesture to get back in yes. his friend's good graces. Yeah, It's but... all about him. <laughs> but if he... Hold on, you sent us another one. I'm very excited. <laughs> just the same moody face. <laughs> the same all about him. Oh, boy. But I just... How how is he gonna look like the good guy if he does it without making ah. a big fucking deal about it? He should have made how to confront a racist. Ooh, that would I would have watched that video. <laughs> there you go. But you know, know, you never do anything. Who who does anything good if you don't get like points for it, right? Like why right. why do something like that? Right. Truly. So his how to betray your best bud videos like dumb title step one. Get turned down by a girl you like. And then, like, shows the embarrassing video of him, of Rachel turning him down. Step two, get jealous and pull a dumb prank on your friend. All and pranks then, are dumb. And then step three, like, have your friend. I don't remember what step three was, but it was, like, the footage of Dandy being like, how could you do that? You know, a black man, like, is, like. I don't know. Like I can't remember what the. How do you was. get that footage? <laughs> like, who, who's I think it was. Then? I think it was established that Peter like had the camera on, and um, and then he's like, "I'm sorry, dude," or I don't remember how it ends. And then Mr. Prino is like, "Oh, how touching." C plus, <laughs> which I'm like, yeah, C plus <laughs> apology for sure. That tracks because it was not that good. And then. 
after class, Derek goes up to Danny and he's like, uh, I'm sorry, dude. And then Danny's like, for what? You invented racism? Oh, no, that was he said that to Rachel because Rachel came up to him after and she was like, sorry, yeah, I like yeah. accused you and thought that you did steal. the Oh, thing. OK. I couldn't and he was it. like, you invented racism. And she was like, you know what I mean? And then they made up and it was sweet. Right, 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 right. And then Derek comes up and he's like, I'm so sorry. All's forgiven, though. Right. And Derek uh, and Danny's like, no, <laughs> he's like, that's not really how this works. <laughs> and then Danny's like, yeah, dude. I'm really sorry. I just got to wake up and smell the bigotry. <laughs> I just, oh. And then he's Derek. like, he's like, come on, what do I got to do? Like, here, free shot, punch my arm. And Danny's like, I'm not going to do that. And then he's like, actually, wait. And then punches Derek. And he's like, it's a start. And then, like, walks away. And then we see the freeze frame <laughs> of Derek's Ugh. creepy little face <laughs> with his weird half smile. The dumbest face. It's, it's just so, so dumb. dumb and also that was the gentlest punch it was <laughs> i mean i think it definitely it, caught, it caught me off guard though <laughs> it was a sneak attack um <laughs> and then that's the end of the episode yep it was very bizarre episode super weird i did not remember the racism aspect of actually i didn't really remember this episode at all i i like i kind of remembered certain bits but mostly i don't remember this episode but i, I know that know. i've seen it because the dog thing was familiar the fact that there was a love triangle episode involving danny and Derek just is outlandish enough for me to like not remember it because it's so ridiculous <laughs> the fact that danny and Derek were the a plot yeah is alarming yeah i think they're like i think degrassi's gearing us up for when all the like the old people are going to probably leave at the end of the season. <laughs> They're like, guess what? <laughs> Next season's going to be more of this. And we're Hang really, on to your hats. We're dreading next, it. Next next season. Uh, oh. That was a really bad <laughs> joke. Deason. I'm sorry. You can... <laughs> I enjoyed it. But uh, also, I'm really upset that it's probably true. So we found a YouTube comment real quick if we wanted to, if you wanted to read that, Kelsey. Yeah. Um, Baby Blue, one year ago, says Danny and Derek look like dandelions. Yep. She follows up with they're adorable, but I, I disagree. Don't agree. I don't so, agree with that. So we'll just close it at dandelions. <laughs> but they do kind of look like dandelions with their fuzz heads. They've got the fuzziest heads. Um, But let's assign some things. Spirit Squad Captain of the Up. Um, I'm going with Danny. Yeah. yeah. Right? I guess. I might go with Rachel. Except she had, like, her one downfall where she suspected Danny of stealing the thing. But, like, she, literally no context. She barely knew him. And she was very upfront. She knew what she wanted. She was very direct about her feelings throughout the whole thing. I don't know. I can respect that. What do you think, Mike? Uh, I'm going with uh, Snake. All right. Good call. Yeah. Snake is always He's going through too much. He's going, really through, going through way too much. He doesn't deserve he, any he, of it. He, he deserves this. This nomination. Yes, he does. Spirit he does. Squad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ship of the episode? <clears throat> I mean, I guess Danny and Rachel. Sure. Give it to them. Why not? You know what? I might just go Manny and Jay because there was like one reference to her going to see Jay, and I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> that is fair. I just feel like Danny needs a win. True. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Uh, I'm going to say 
what's his name? Emma and that guy, Damien. Damien? Right on. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. hate them. Yeah, they're fine. Emma they're was just, just like, a not little... bad. Not bad. They're just neutral as hell. Clingy for a second, but that's fine. It's Emma's um, whole deal. And moral of the episode, racism is bad. Don't judge people based on race. Also, yeah, that tracks. Check your fucking privilege, <laughs> yeah. Derek. Goddamn Derek. Um, hey, do you guys um do you guys want to play a game that we play on our show? Yes. Sure. So, who would Will Smith be in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> he would be Danny, I think. Like yeah? I feel like I feel like he would I feel like hmm no, I need to think about this more. Ooh, or maybe... Mm, hmm. I think he'd be Emma. Really? Ooh. I like it. I don't it. see Will Smith being clingy like that, though. Yeah, but I think he could play clingy. If like, I feel like it's like... He could, he could definitely. That's true. He it's de- the more emotional he, role. He does <clears throat> do better with a more animated kind of a role rather than a muted down one. Yeah. So yes. I guess that tracks. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking Emma. All right, but I could also see him being Danny, but being like way more like racist woman. You are tear like more maybe standing up to the racist woman more yeah. and giving her a speech when he got caught with the underwear in his back. <laughs> so I don't know. What, what about what about if he was the racist woman? Ooh, Ooh. plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I would actually say he's Mr. Simpson because I think he has that like dramatic range that he could really really pull life into that part. That's true. It's a good call. So how many Will Smith movies have you actually covered on your podcast by now, Mike? I mean, we were on a Will Smith movie episode. (laughs) We were on Wild Wild West. (laughs) That I believe is the only one that we've covered so far. We're doing Independence Day. We're recording I think next week or the week after. Nice. Um, but. Since you guys came on, uh, we've implemented that game. So we've assigned Will Smith a role in all the movies that we've watched. That's I love amazing. it, and it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Who is he in Clueless? Um, I do not think we did it for that. Okay. Honestly, it's I don't remember. I think that was like before. <laughs> oh, I was going to say because I remember you saying you wanted to also implement the game of making of what the Will Smith spinoff song would be. Okay, we did that. (laughs) We did that for a few episodes until it became way too much of a chore. Uh, We did it for we did it for Rush Hour, and in Rush Hour, he ended up doing it to Michael Jackson's "Another Part of Me" because that was in the song. Um, So that was a fun time. I would have thought it would have been War, like Huh. Oh yeah, see that's. (laughs) <laughs> you you could have wrote you could have wrote a good one where he just goes ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> what what is it good for? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh Will Smith, I gotta love him. We've got to be on your podcast again. That was so Me fun. Too. Yeah, I, I would love to have you guys on again. We're we actually have a couple more projects coming out that are not um, '90s movies, so we'd love to get you on some of those. Yes, all for it. I'm ready? Um, Nuts. Um, do we we have a couple grapevine things? If you wouldn't mind sticking, yeah. I have an we'll email. Yeah. 
I have an email from Caitlin, which I think is actually applicable to this episode, which says the subject line is don't at me. And it just says, I love Johnny DeMarco. I have no reason other than he filled the J void and I like him. And that's the entire email. (laughs) Thank you, Caitlin. And I think at the end of this episode, we've come to the conclusion that we also like him. I am just repulsed by him. (laughs) <laughs> like physically for which, some reason which i'm sorry and i feel terrible about it's fine and then we also have um two tweets from sarah at sarah can't wait have you guys watched 13 reasons why i can't remember if you mentioned it before just wondering your opinions since teen drama plus serious subject matter so i have not watched it i have no opinions i watched it it was fine <laughs> Definitely teen drama. I know it's a very controversial subject. I read the book a million years ago and didn't remember any of it, but it was fine. Yeah. Watch it. Sure. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Have you watched 13 Reasons Why? I I didn't watch it. Actually, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Because my computer's like giving me a uh, spinning wheel, so I just want to make sure you can still hear me. Oh, boy. Uh, so if it crashes, I'm gone. <laughs> but uh right. I, I didn't i didn't watch it and the reason why i didn't watch it is because i just wasn't comfortable with it it just didn't sit too well with me where it's just um the only things i've really seen about it have been people like making memes out of it and it's like maybe don't make memes out of um serious like suicide subject matter yeah yeah um definitely. is a big like opinion i have uh, so I kind of, it kind of tainted it for me and I stuck away. Yeah, yeah. And I, and also just the premise is also kind of like uncomfortable where it's like someone who leaves tapes, like blaming, like get telling people they are the individual reasons that led to yes. this. But I, yes. like that is also, I'm like, mm, that's not great. But at the same time, I felt like the show did a good job at showing what it is like for the people who are like left behind by the person who commits suicide. I thought they did a good job with like portraying her family and the people who were affected by it. But it's, it's a, it's like a minefield. It's a tricky subject when you talk about teen suicide, no matter what. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Watch it if you want to. But if you don't, that's cool, too. Yeah, it's been recommended to me by some people. And I'm like, ah, it's, mm. it's not a good idea. Yeah, same. Yeah. For, for me, it's just not a good idea. Did we have one more tweet? Uh, no, that was it. I mean, we have other tweets, but just nothing that's really, like, questions. Right. Um, It's cool. more comments on things. Um, So let's do some plugs. Uh, If you want to be featured on the grapevine, uh, we're at DegrassiPod on Twitter. You can email us, whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast. Um, dot Tumblr.com. Dot Tumblr.com. Uh, Holland normally does this, so I'm confused. <laughs> Holland, take it away. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you leave us a review, we will write you a fan fiction about Degrassi. And it's leave a delight. Leave your preferences in the review. It'll and be fun. Mike, will you please? Oh, we're on Filling the Void Network now, too. Yay. Hi, oh. possible new listeners. <clears throat> Sorry, we're very rambly. Hi. Um. Also, we have a Patreon page that we keep forgetting to mention. <laughs> Mike just tweeted at us. <laughs> Here, you know what? Mike just tweeted at us. 
amazing. The photo he has been sending throughout the entire episode. Retweet. So I am. Did you retweet it already? Yeah. Okay, so we just retweeted it. <laughs> amazing. Oh, so Thank good. you for contributing to the grapevine, Mike. <laughs> oh, you you got it. Anytime. Um, I'm, I'm just happy to be helping. And Mike, if you can please plug your podcast and all the cool things that you guys do. I would love to. Um, you could listen to us. We are Blockbuster Night. I, I I say we, but I mean me and my friends who aren't here right now. Um, I do that with, it's me, Mike Patton, or, um, Will Fleming, Brandon Lane, and Justin Matchick, and we talk about 90s movies, and it's fun. You'll like it. If you like, um, I think we we actually have gotten some listeners that listen to this show from the last time we were on, and um, they're very cool and have been like uh, talking to us. Awesome. Um, I don't know where I'm going. I, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. All I'm saying <laughs> is that uh, it's a podcast. So we're at Blockbuster Night, N-I-T-E, on Twitter. Um, we are on SoundCloud, Blockbuster Night, and we are on iTunes, Blockbuster Night, N-I-T-E. Uh, you can follow us at any of those. I think we have a Facebook page now, but... We haven't updated in a while. <laughs> I mean, we don't so, even have a Facebook yeah. page, so we should probably. Yeah, I was actually I was looking to see if you guys had one so I could like it as our page, but uh, that didn't happen. Yeah, we, we haven't done do that, that yet. Yeah, maybe we <clears> should. I don't know. Um, Feels like work. yeah, and it looks like your most recent episode is about Big Daddy, which is a great yeah, movie. So, great movie. So stars Cole something. and Dylan Sprouse as children. <laughs> We're wrapping up the summer of Sandler. Uh, so on Memorial Day, Monday, I think we're dropping episode two, which summer of Sandler is just two weeks long. We couldn't do for more than two weeks. <laughs> That's uh, fair. So, so we did Big Daddy and um, Happy I guess. Gilmore. Oh, I was going to guess Mr. Deeds, but Happy Gilmore is good. Mr. Deeds not 90s. No? Right. Mr. Deeds was in the 2000s. So this is something we're uh, trying to do more uh content that might not only be the 90s because we really want to like expand our range we have a couple other shows that are in development right now um so look forward to that stuff it's gonna be really cool awesome awesome and we'll be on the show again at some point yes yes you guys want to follow follow me on twitter i'm at patent pending p-a-t-t-e-n not O. Such a great handle. You could handle. spell. It's an awesome <laughs> handle. <laughs> oh, it's my name. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, and you can follow yeah. me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with the Z at the end. And Mike, is there anything that you're enjoying right now that you want to recommend to the good people? Get the word out. Um, I have been binging Carboys on Polygon. Which, if you don't know about Carboys, it is uh, Griffin McElroy and Nick Robinson where they play gear or gear drive dot ng it's a it's a car game <laughs> and it just gets like super like existential and um beyond like anything i've ever seen and they just wrap that up um so i've been watching that on repeat <laughs> <laughs> while i while i do work nice awesome yeah um i am going to recommend the netflix true crime series that just came out last weekend the keepers which is amazing i've recommended to like a million people in person but the premise is 
1969, there was this nun who went missing, and then, like, two months later, she turned up dead. And then, like, in present day now, two of her former students are, like, leading the cause to, like, finally try to solve this cold case murder. But then the deeper into the series it gets, it turns out she was a teacher at a Catholic school, and, like, the deeper into the investigation they get, the more they see that maybe some seedy shit that went down at this Catholic school could have something to do with the murder. And also some of this like say that shady shit that happened at the school hasn't even really like been dealt with either. So that's all I'm going to say. And everybody should go watch it. It's great. Sounds super dope. My God. <laughs> I'm it's have very to sad and depressing, but also amazing. I'm going to have to watch that. into it. You know that I would be into that. Uh, it sounds right in my wheelhouse. I'm. I got into this um, uh, like comic artist illustrator um, who has a really good Instagram. Her name is Marcella Stranieri. M A R C E L L A S T R A N I E R I. Um, her Instagram is Marcella dot draws, uh, and she's super awesome. I don't know. She's very cool. You should check her out. Nice. Cool. All right. Very cool. Very cool. That is all that we have for today, though. Mike, thank you again for joining us on hey, the podcast. thanks for having me. It was so much fun. We're probably going to have to retweet all of the photos <clears throat> you sent us as many times as you sent us during the episode. So they're so good. Be prepared for that, everybody. <laughs> oh, um, that's fine. I've got a few more to send you. <laughs> so it's cool. Perfect. Um, all right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. See you guys.